Who is the king of Wisconsin sports? Is it Giannis Antetokounmpo? Is it the reigning two-time MVP, Aaron Rodgers? Locked on Bucks host Frank Madden joins us for another Summer Friday discussion. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Touchdown! You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for the Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Frank Madden from Locked On Bucks on the show today to talk about Giannis versus Rodgers for the supremacy, the crown, the king of Wisconsin sports. This is not about pitting one superstar against another. This is just a fun discussion for Summer Friday about who holds the belt currently and is another excuse for us, another reason for us to appreciate both players. And whether you're a big basketball fan or not, I think this is going to be a fun discussion for for you um, and and an interesting way of framing Aaron Rodgers, an interesting framing for Giannis and Tedekumbo. So I, I hope you will enjoy this conversation, our Summer Friday conversation with our pal Frank Madden. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens. This is a product that I use every day. I started taking AG1 because... I have issues with my my stomach. And this is a product that is designed to nu- nurture your body, to offer nutrition for your body with no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It's keto-friendly, it's paleo-friendly, it's vegan, it's dairy-free, all that good stuff. Even if you're not those things, while also giving you all of the vitamins the minerals, and all of the gut health that you're looking for. We're talking about adaptogens, about superfoods, about vitamins and minerals. I'm, I'm really bad about taking my vitamins. But AG1 made it easy. And to make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. That's a podcast I host. I would love for you to check it out. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Joining me now for another Summer Friday discussion, our friend Frank Madden from the Locked on Bucks podcast. And Frank, it is good to be with you. Good to be talking about Bucks basketball once again. We get to do this on Locked on Sports today. And unfortunately, uh, the last couple of weeks, we have not been able to do this on Locked on Sports today. (laughs) Yeah, it would have been nice to uh, continue those discussions into June. But you know, so it goes. You can't win an NBA championship every year. 
as a as a Packer fan as well, right? I'm a Bucks fan, probably first. Packers are my second favorite team. I unfortunately I think we've all become a little bit too attuned to the fact that you can't win Super Bowl every year either, but so it goes. So it goes. We're uh, we we live a pretty good sports fan life, I'd say. That. Yeah, and and that's why I wanted to have you on because um, Wisconsin sports fans or people that are both Packer fans and Bucks fans are very very lucky right now to have two uh, generational superstar talents. And it's I think this conversation started last summer, and it's interesting to revisit it now. This this Giannis. Versus Aaron Rodgers. Not that I want to pit them against each other because I, I don't want to do that. We get to enjoy both, which is the beauty of this, right? We don't, it doesn't have to be one versus the other. But do you think Giannis has taken the crown of the king of Wisconsin sports from Aaron Rodgers? I think it probably depends on like the the the, the measurement you're using to to decide this. I think if you're just talking about like pure approval rating. You know, like what's net approval rating? Um, I think Giannis has a great chance to to somehow, right? I mean, think of how crazy it is to think that uh, a a Milwaukee Buck would ever surpass a Hall of Fame Packer quarterback mm. uh, in terms of you know popularity in the state of Wisconsin. I think in terms of just like pure you know popularity of of like you know the percentages, what percent of people approve of of Giannis versus Aaron Rodgers? Um, there, I think again who. Who doesn't approve of Giannis, right? Especially in the state of Wisconsin. Um, I mean, he came here as an 18-year-old, and even at that, you know, from that young age, it's hard to think of a misstep he's had. Of course, he's fallen short in the playoffs in previous years, but you know, I would say that was largely part of just sort of the maturation and growing process. But he's kind of done everything right. He's been really everything you'd want from a franchise savior, to be honest, a franchise superstar on the court, off the court. What he's meant to the community, the way he's embraced it. Um, so I, I think again, it, it's hard for me to say that that anybody could be, you know, again have that approval rating that Giannis does, especially with that NBA championship so fresh in people's memories still. Um, but if you're talking about, you know, just like total number of people who are huge fans of this human being, um, we all know the state of Wisconsin is always is and probably always will be a Packer state. And, you know, the demographics of, of the NFL and the NFL's popularity compare that to the demographics of the NBA. It's just hard. Right. And even as yeah. far as the Bucks have come, especially in the last four years under Mike Budenholzer, especially with Giannis rising to this incredible, you know, best player in the world type level. Um, you're always fighting an uphill battle, just that it, going against the NFL and and especially a guy who has accomplished as much as Aaron Rodgers has. And, and again, the last Super Bowl feels like a long time ago, and there's been you know a lot of disappointments in between, some controversial moments with Aaron, obviously, mm -hmm. that I think play into maybe his, you know, him having a few more people who are eh, maybe kind of fed up with some of the stuff that he's done, whether it was the potential trade, forcing a trade, whether it was the COVID vaccination stuff last year. Um, but again, I come back to the place we started, we should be very thankful that we can even be comparing these two guys because they are yes. generational talents. They are guys that, you know, in an average sports town, average sports state, you would be happy to look at and say, Hey, that's the most popular guy ever <laughs> in the history of the state. Um, and the fact that we've got both those guys right now, obviously Aaron Rodgers, even at his age, still competing for still winning MVP, still competing for Super Bowls. Giannis just really at the start of his prime. Hopefully more to come there from him in terms of championships and awards and things like that. It's still a great place to be. And, and again, it makes this a fun conversation rather than one that we have to get riled up about. 
Well, and the fact that we didn't even mention and have not yet mentioned Christian Yelich, who just a couple years ago won who? MVP. Who? Uh, Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh and and that the 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 Wisconsin sports scene had three MVPs in in the span of three calendar years is is a pretty cool thing. It's it is funny too to me that and it's one of the reasons why this discussion is so interesting to me. If we to have this same discussion uh in in let's say March after the 2020 season and then in June how different just in a couple months how different that would have been because you had Aaron Rodgers coming off an MVP season. And this is before now the, the, the bucks make their, their big run. The fact that I would even ask this question would seem completely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, getting, you know, there is no bigger leap in terms of accomplishments than going from zero to one championships. So, (laughs) and, and obviously, you know, unfortunately with the Packers, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been stuck on one championship now for for over a decade. Uh, we we obviously you know this has been relitigated many times. You hope that there may still be one more to really cap off mm-hmm. his incredible all time elite you know career. Um, with Giannis, obviously you hope as well that there's another one coming. But I think certainly I hesitate to call it recency bias, but you know of course we appreciate more of the things that happened most recently. And with Giannis, you know he's kind of now at the position in some ways, which Aaron Rodgers was after that first Super Bowl, right? Where um, I think where Aaron was probably in his late 20s. You, you may know his, his exact yeah. age when he won that first Super Bowl, but you know, Giannis still only 27, um, turning 28 next year. Um, it feels like there's so much more ahead of him, obviously, with, with Aaron. It's kind of same feeling, right? So much more ahead of him. And, and there was, right? It's not to diminish what he's accomplished since winning that Super Bowl. But, um, you know, in both of these sports, right, whether it's the NBA with Jordan's six trophies, LeBron now at four. Um, the rings argument is always looming overhead, especially when you get into these discussions of like top 10, top five type player. And that's now where, again, Giannis is still at the kind of early mid stage of his career. But that's sort of where we're trying to extrapolate to is like, okay, what does he have to do to get to top 10? You know, he's probably at this point a top 20 player. I think most, most you know, kind of top 25, top 75 lists put him in that stratosphere already you know what does he need to do to get to go further and with aaron Rodgers, obviously he's already accomplished pretty much anything everything you could accomplish as an individual quarterback you know other than maybe just some of the all-time records right which gets kind of hard with tom brady refusing to retire um <laughs> but you know his his jordan you know the jordan now that that every nfl quarterback obviously has to compare to is is brady um and and obviously that you know you can say for both both Aaron Rodgers and Giannis, that's kind of probably an impossible bar, especially where Aaron is in his career. Um, but again, I, you know, I'm I'm still, you know, a year later, I'm still on a high of the Bucks winning an NBA championship. I think them losing in the playoffs in some ways made me appreciate more kind of what they were able to do last year. And again, just the crazy twists and turns of that championship journey. And, um, you know, I would say, I hope Giannis is, is playing uh, for the Bucks as long as as Aaron's played for the Packers, probably not going to play that long. But um, hopefully he finishes career in Milwaukee. But you know, even if he doesn't, on some level, like I, I you know, he's going to get standing ovations no matter what happens. Um, every time he comes into Pfizer form, uh, even if he at one point at some point in the future, you know, knock on wood, it never happens. But he he's wearing somebody else's jersey, so that's still obviously kind of down the road. But you know, given his age, who knows? 
obviously with Aaron, you feel like, I mean, at least my assumption is Peter, you, I don't know how you feel. I, I assume obviously Aaron Rodgers is probably not going to play someplace else. And um, that makes me it's, pretty happy. It seems, yeah. It seems like it at this point. Um, and it, it is the case, by the way, Aaron Rodgers was 27 when the Packers won in that, that title at a 2010 season, but it was the year 2011. Um, and that's another reason why I think these discussions are useful because as a, as a fan, it's easy to feel like this is going to last forever. And in 2010, I mean, there, I, I vividly remember an article on ESPN after the, the Packers won that Super Bowl. And it was the Packers are set up to be a dynasty because remember the injuries that season and Jermichael Finley is coming back and all these guys were hurt and they were able to pull this off. And by the way, they were awesome next year, as as you will probably remember, um, right up until the playoffs when they weren't. I think it's it's useful for us both in Aaron Rodgers and in, in the case of Giannis for different reasons for fans to say, you know, I'm really going to enjoy this now because it it may be the case that we don't get back to a Super Bowl for another decade or ever with this superstar player. And that would suck. So let me really enjoy the runs, the, the, the playoff, even the playoff failures, just getting to watch this player. I found myself this season appreciating both guys a little bit more after the Bucks title, just because I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. It's really cool and really great to, to cheer for, for awesome players and to get to watch awesome players. You could be Chicago sports fans. You could, you could be Minnesota sports fans and not have that. And that like, let's, let's embrace how awesome it is to have these incredible players to cheer for. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think to me, I, I really tried to appreciate this regular season for the bucks more than I have in the past. Cause I think in the last couple of years prior to the championship, there was this feeling of like, you know, especially after they lose to the Raptors in the 2019 Eastern conference finals of like, well, this regular season now we're at the point where it's just, it just can be honest, get a championship. He's won an MVP. The next thing is just championship. And until he wins a championship, everything else is going to feel not, not devalued, but just a little incomplete. And so, um, you know, there was always this feeling of like, okay, well, we got, we got to get through the regular season. This is fun. This is great. But you know, there was always that thing hanging over the bucks of, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can win a lot of regular season games, but what are you going to do in the playoffs? And for them to then now win a championship and enter this season. I mean, this is one thing I harped on was enjoy the greatness of what Giannis does night to night. He's obviously one of the guys, maybe the guy that you look at as who just puts it all on the line, you know, every night. Um, I think again, he's man. He, I think he's figured out how to pace himself a little bit. He's not trying to dunk everything every night for 82 <laughs> games, but um, the way that he's able to, you know, again, I mean, he does not take nights off and the effort and the intensity he plays with um, is something to marvel at. And, and, you know, I think we sometimes become numb to, to how great these guys are. And especially with, with Aaron, you know, given whatever it is, you're, 17 in green bay tag 16 obviously he didn't start for the first few but um but i think with Giannis, i, I just really tried to appreciate the night tonight greatness that we saw last year his best regular season right then third and mvp kind of nobody talked about him um because he's already done everything but um but i i think it was nice to be able to enjoy it without that well yeah but is he can he do that in the playoffs hanging over him there wasn't that disclaimer there wasn't that caveat on all the great things he did in the regular season and so i just tried to be like hey I'm just going to enjoy this. Maybe the Bucks aren't taking the regular season as seriously as they have in the past. So there's going to be some annoying losses, things like that. But um, 
you know, averaging 30 points a game, you know, doing it in the spectacular way that he does the defensive effort he brings. Um, I try to tell certainly people listen to our podcast, like regularly, like just don't take this for granted. We will never see another guy like this. Certainly not on the bucks, perhaps not anywhere in any arena playing basketball. Once this guy hangs it up. So just enjoy what we've got. And again, there's all sorts of luxury tax and Chris Middleton, Drew holiday getting older. There's, you know, it will not all be rainbows and sunshine forever in Milwaukee for the Bucks. But again, what does Giannis talk about? Staying in the moment, appreciating what you have, you know, not looking too far back, not looking too far front. I think it's as a fan, it's okay to look back and enjoy championships. But, um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and I found myself, you know, watching the Packers. I mean, just, just watching some of the throws that, that Aaron Rodgers makes and yeah. playmaking and, you just sit back and I definitely, especially after watching, you know, the Kansas city game where Jordan love started just thinking about like, okay, this is what it's like when someone who's not Aaron Rodgers plays for you and um, all that stuff that you take for granted and just never making mistakes and just making incredible throws play after play, pulling games out and just, Oh yeah. Sleepwalking to 12, 13 wins every year. That's, <laughs> that's special, right? That's special. MVPs are, are not something you coast to. Uh, uh, this is not going to be the last question because I don't want to end on a down note, but as, as someone who watches both of these teams, how much have you thought about the the way that that Packer fans felt after 2010 and the way that, that this Bucks championship felt where it's like, Oh yeah, the, you know, like he's the best player in the world. Like they're going to go to a bunch more of these. Cause that was the feeling in 2010. Well, Aaron Rodgers is now in that elite category. He got his first MVP in 2011 in the middle of that 2011 season, it was just like, okay, we're the new Patriots. Like the, the Packers own the league now. And then, well, we know what's happened since then. So I, you know, I'm 41 years old. I've been a fan of this team since the early nineties. Um, you know, basically I became a fan when Brett Favre showed up in, in green Bay. So I've had two very disparate experiences, the green Bay Packer fan experience, which has just been like, Oh, okay. One all time hall of fame quarterback. And then we're just going to bring in another one versus the, Pack, <laughs> the, the Bucks, who I never expected to have a player of Giannis's caliber. And then mm. all of a sudden he falls into our laps and it's like, Oh my God, what is, I was just hoping we could get like an all-star, maybe an all-star starter. And now we have this guy who's the best player in the world. Um, I, I mean, I'll be real honest with you. After they won a championship, my first thought was this is so hard. You know, the NBA, it is so hard to win championships. It's so hard to repeat, um, you know, Bud, when he was in San Antonio, that pop never repeated with the Spurs. Um, and I just looked at it as like, thank goodness we won one of these. Because really, all you can do is just put together a team that year after year, you have your superstar and you have the complimentary pieces that you're in a ch- position where you have a chance every year. And in any given year, you know, stuff happens. We saw it this year with Chris Middleton getting hurt. You just never know what's going to happen. You can never take it for granted. Last year, they got some breaks that went their way. They got some breaks that didn't go their way, thinking of Giannis almost losing his knee practically in the Eastern Conference <laughs> Finals. Um, but somehow it worked out and they pulled off this improbable championship. I say improbable just because of, you know, going down in the the, the net series and the Sun series yeah. and coming back and, you know, winning the way they did. Um, and to do, you know, put up a 50-point, game six performance, you know, I got to go to that game with my dad who had season tickets, you know, got us season tickets in the early nineties when it was anything but this, um, for me as a fan, it was like the full circle moment. It was like, my fan life is complete. And if we can win more championships, I mean, heck they should be in the running for this. They have a chance to do this, but I really viewed it as like, we did it. We got one. And I just wanted Giannis to at least get one championship in Milwaukee because again, it's just so hard to do that. 
And I think the the exchange rate on championships in Milwaukee compared to LeBron with the big three in Miami with you know KD in, in Golden State, it's not one-to-one, right? And I think him accomplishing that in Milwaukee, I mean, that's as meaningful a championship as, you know, as any you're going to find, right? I think that's up there with with Dirk winning it in Dallas. Uh, I think it's up there with LeBron winning in Cleveland. It just means so much more because of the context of that player with that franchise in that city under those circumstances, the way they did it. And so, look, if that ends up being the only championship Giannis wins in Milwaukee, it's easy for me to say this now because, you know, I haven't been through a few more years of heartbreak, been through that with the Packers. Um, I'll still sleep well at night at the end of his career. Obviously, you hope for more. If he wins a second championship, then I think you are talking about, you know, top five, seven type player all time. Again, to do that in Milwaukee, be the clear cut superstar of that team. Um, but yeah, I, I, I totally get it. Maybe, and honestly, maybe part of me being a Packer fan and having been through that experience with the Packers a decade ago and seeing them fall short year after year after the championship, maybe that kind of informed my, my reaction to the Bucks winning and kind of made me feel like, okay, I want to get greedy, but I also want to be realistic and just appreciate like, man, it is so hard to win, win one championship. And again, we've seen that both obviously Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, as much as they accomplished only one championship can argue those are, you know, they should have won more for sure. But, um, but again, you also don't want to, you don't want to let that diminish everything else they accomplished and, and certainly what they mean to this fan base, you know, obviously Brett Favre, maybe not the best circumstances under which he left, but, um, but certainly what they mean in the, in the broader context of, of those franchises and also Wisconsin sports, right. Um, Giannis, uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers will will never have to to pay for a meal if they don't want to uh, in the state of Wisconsin. And um, again, as we as we said at the start, that's that's just a great place to be. Quickly, uh, give me a player that you are excited to see on the Packers this season. Could be a rookie, could be a free agent, could just be a, a guy you love to watch. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about the wide receiver position, right? Um, and I, I've been bugging. I think I bugged you. I bugged. Um, uh, a number of people sort of in my orbit who are more plugged into the Packers than I am um, about like, okay, is there, you know, is there another receiver going to be signed? I think we talked about this actually before one of uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, one of our, our podcasts recently, you know, like what, what's the deal with is Odell Beckham? Like when, when would that happen? You know? Um, so I'm, I'm really curious about the rookie receivers, right. Um, you know, starting with Watson, obviously, cause he was their first wide receiver that they picked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm just really curious. Like, I mean, again, we've seen obviously Aaron, win games play at a really high level without Devonte Adams, right? Like improbably they never seem to lose without Devonte Adams. I don't <laughs> right. know why. Um, so I, I don't know if that's exactly uh, an extrapolation for a, uh, you know, a 17 and a season, but it is going to be really interesting just to see kind of what that offense looks like without, um, you know, kind of the, the ultimate safety blanket with having, you know, you're the, arguably the best receiver in the league. So I'm really curious to see just like what those guys might be able to do dubs, right? Dubs. That's, that's mm-hmm. the, that's, that's the other guy. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if there's a, a prevailing wisdom on, on potentially dubs, maybe contributing more as a rookie than, than Watson or what might happen. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been saying. Yeah. I, I would just, you know, I just hope one of those guys kind of pops and again, doesn't have, nobody's gonna be Devonte Adams next year, but if one of those guys can pop and look like, okay, you know, a year or two from now, we see the runway is not super long with Aaron, but maybe, maybe not this year. He's, Pro Bowl receiver or something, but but hopefully in the context of that broader receiver core, um, the tight ends and obviously the running backs, right? With with Aaron Jones especially, hopefully you have um, a diverse 
uh, receiver core that you can lean on. And, and again, um, I'm, I'm excited to always excited to see the offense. I'm excited also, but what I've been hearing about, you know, the defense and, and especially the the two first rounders and kind of what they mean. I, I know I've been seeing your tweets, uh, about how <laughs> those guys may change the way that they can play and things like that. So I'm, I'm excited for the rookies for sure. Um, I'm still a fan, right? Fans. We always get excited about rookies. That's what we do. Uh, and you're allowed I'm a bucks. I'm a bucks fan. When, when have I been able to be excited about a rookie in any time recently, <laughs> right? That's, that's like a totally foreign concept. So yeah, not in a while. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but long story short, uh, hoping one of those rookie receivers pops and, you know, maybe gives them, so maybe it's Watson gives them like the deep dimension, um, kind of, again, maybe he's that, that, the, the, the Valdez Scantling replacement or, or does something like that. But, um, but I'm excited, right? I mean, hope springs eternal. And when you have Aaron Rodgers, you always have a chance. And that's probably the same phrase you can use with Giannis. You know, you have Giannis, you're gonna have a chance every year. And, uh, you just obviously hope that both these teams, can uh, can take advantage of that at least one more time in the next couple of years, and and hopefully bring us bring us another championship to to Wisconsin. I don't think that's being greedy. These guys are that great, and and so it's just really great that we get that we get to watch them day in and day out. And so that's why I want one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on again. This was not about pitting one against the other. It was just just a fun discussion that we get to have. Um, and I, I always appreciate your time, Frank. Uh, and people should go listen to Locked On Bucks. You and Kane do an awesome job, um, and we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Peter. Looking forward to uh, a summer with Lockdown Packers. And uh, I, I, I mean, the NFL season always seems to sneak up on me. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for the NFL to be back. I know, I know, we gotta wait, wait a few months, but um, I'm, I'm ready for the NFL to be back in my life. And uh, happy, uh, happy we have our podcast, right? Hopefully, we're giving our listeners some, some to hang on to during these, uh, these seemingly long off seasons. Hopefully. Thanks, Frank. All right. Thanks. All right, thanks to Frank for joining the show. Always great to talk to him. Uh, we ran a little long there, but I, we were having fun talking, and, and I'm, I'm, I really enjoy talking to Frank. We do a lot for Locked On Sports today for the Bucks, so um, he's a fun guy for me to talk to, and also is also a Packer fan, so I think is is a, uh, a useful crossover episode without being an official crossover episode for us. Thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen. Go check out Locked On NFL, our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Follow Locked On NFL every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. All right, we're going to be back tomorrow. No, wait. No, we won't. Tomorrow, Saturday. We will be back. <laughs> we will be back on Monday. I'm so used to saying that. We'll be back tomorrow. Well, because we're your team every day. We will be back on Monday to give you the everythings. Yes, Memorial Day show. We will be back on Monday to get you updated on OTAs. I'm the latest with Aaron Rodgers. Where is he? Bobby Fischer, where is he? I don't know. I don't know if you understand that SNL deep cut. This is why you're here. This is why I love you. This is why I appreciate you. And if you don't, I also love you and appreciate you for being here and taking part in all this, especially while I'm on vacation. I will be back in the home base by the time we get to the Monday show. So follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up with the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775. Stay Locked on Packers.